This is The Matt Report, the voice of WordPress entrepreneurship. If you're running a WordPress freelance business selling themes, plugins, or client services, this is the place for you. Learn more at mattreport.com and subscribe at mattreport.com slash subscribe. And now, on to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Matt Report. As always, your host, Matt. And this is the show where we talk to super intelligent WordPress agency owners, developers, designers, people who might be just using WordPress to sell their uh, goods or services online uh, and uh, just love using WordPress as a platform to also run their their business and help find a great uh, career in their life. MattReport.com, MattReport.com slash subscribe. Join the mailing list. It's the number one way to stay in touch when we have great guests on the show like today's guest, Tracy. Uh, and MattReport Pro, uh, MattReport.com slash join. If you want to start uh, or you already started your WordPress business, it's a great place to talk to other WordPress entrepreneurs sort of behind the scenes of the podcast and the front-facing website private communities. Uh, Every month we do mastermind calls. We have different uh, other folks come on and teach us lessons. Uh, You can get all that in the membership section, mattreport.com slash join. Today's guest, Tracy Levesque. Uh, This is like this monumental list of introduction titles I have to go through, but co-founder, co-owner of Yikes, Inc., uh, where she still does not only the owning and operation of it, uh, web designer, developer, uh, teacher at uh, Girl Develop It in Philly, uh, make.wordpress.org slash training, contributor to uh, WordPress 4.0, speaker at a dozen uh, WordCamps, including San Francisco coming up, which is totally awesome. Um, Tracy, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so I know you've got a lot more than that. Who are you? What do you do? What is your two-minute elevator pitch? My name is Tracy Levesque, I'm co-owner of Ixinc. We're a web design development company located in the lovely Fishtown neighborhood of Philadelphia. Um, and there I like making custom WordPress themes. And that's what we do. That is awesome. Uh, let's talk about the agency life as it pertains to WordPress and maybe WordPress as a tool, right? I've, I've, talk to a bunch of WordPress entrepreneurs. We all love WordPress. Love, love, love WordPress. We get so ingrained with just WordPress, we get our own tunnel vision on. Uh, Do you really talk about WordPress as much as we all do to your clients and in your agency life? Or do they not care? They just want a solution for whatever it is they're trying to solve. We definitely talk to WordPress. um, My coworker Jody, she does all the sales. And she does have to kind of promote WordPress when she's making a sale because some people either aren't familiar um, or they're just not technical people and they really just don't know how awesome it is. <laughs> uh, what is that like for folks to hear WordPress in in sort of that early stage selling process? Do they, do they understand it? Like when your typical client comes in and they say, we use this thing called WordPress as a CMS. Do they, do they get what they're uh, getting, or do they just say, okay, this is this sort of platform they're putting us on? Some people, I'd say, some people are excited to hear that because they want a WordPress site. You know, they know that they want one, they've heard about it, they heard it's easy to use, or they have experience with it um, with other websites. And so they come in wanting WordPress specifically. Yeah. Some people are agnostic, they just don't, you know, really know. We tell them how easy it is for them to manage the site moving forward. Yeah. Um, and maybe they've had previous experience with a site that's a hot mess and <laughs> it's really difficult for them to uh, manage. Yeah, so that's, they're happy with that. That's the best when they were, when some people come to you and they're like, hey, we built this e-commerce site on Joomla and the kid who bought it or built it for us is now in college and he no longer yes. takes 30 packs for payments, so uh, can you help us out? Yeah, that's my uh, favorite. 
do you feel like WordPress is becoming more of the uh, uh, household name with with your with your clients? Is it starting to get out there a little bit more? I think so, definitely. I we do a lot of nonprofit work. I'd say maybe I don't know five years ago, a lot of nonprofit folks that definitely didn't that, that didn't necessarily know a lot about technology. They just heard that it has to be done in Drupal. That's what they heard. Somebody <laughs> told them, you know, and so they came to us like we want it in Drupal, and now. You know, some of those folks, like, we've redone their sites in WordPress, and they're like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, let's, let's talk about uh, a lot of folks that we talk to, and I say we, it's usually uh, my producer, Lisa, and I, uh, who are joining maybe the Matterport Pros community, or p folks who are looking to grow their WordPress business. They don't really know how to focus in on one particular vertical of clients. Now you mentioned nonprofits. A lot of folks get scared of nonprofits because of the word nonprofit, right? So right. people are like, there's not going to be any money. They're going to want everything for free. Is that sort of the case with the folks you work with or have you really focused on that vertical and it's, it helped you grow? I would say no, that is not the case. A lot of nonprofits are really well funded. They're very well organized. Um, they have grants that they need to write things into. And so uh, they have us create estimates and quotes so they can submit that with their grants. Um, it's also, it, we, have a non we have a nonprofit discount. When we founded the company, we all came from a nonprofit background. And so it was really important to us to support nonprofit organizations. That doesn't mean that um, we're, we're suffering because of it or not making money because of it. It's, it's great to work with nonprofits. But there's definitely a certain level of nonprofit that's established for multiple years and really has their act together mm. that we love to work with. What do you think it is that, that a nonprofit that is organized and has, has funding, what do you think it is that they're looking for with agency partners? Um, is, it, is it just the, the design and development shops that we bring to the table or is there some other tangible um, skill that they, that they want to partner with us with? I, I think that nonprofits, like us in particular, we've had long relationships with nonprofits. Um, we've been in business since 1996, and some of these nonprofits have been with us for the, the entire time. And they really like that we get them, and we understand how things have to be done. Um, because it's definitely a different mindset working with nonprofits for, versus working with for-profits sometimes, and, um, and they really like that. Yeah. Let's break that down a little bit, um, and it's you understanding the nonprofit pain points, what they go through, the jargon, you know, forms and organizations and tax, maybe okay. tax codes and IDs and, all, and understanding that stuff. How does one sort of really get to know their client, um, you know, as deep as, as you guys might, because one, you've been doing it forever, but you also lived it and breathed it for a while. Is there, are there any other strategies that somebody might put in place to really learn uh, about what their customers are going through? I think you really need to be a good listener because like navigate nonprofits uh, especially they need a lot of reporting because oftentimes they have grants and they need to have really specific reports backed to you know to receive their funding so you really have to pay attention and listen because you can't get that wrong mm. and you just have to uh, stay open-minded and make sure that you you're really understanding what they need. Yeah, the uh, you know there's actually a, a local agency near me that is focuses primarily just on or all they focus on is is nonprofit. 
<clears throat> but they're a, a, a Windows shop, so they just develop, well, I say Windows, but they're an ASP uh, and .NET development mm. company. And it was fascinating when I met, I met the actual, I actually met the owners and uh, at a local conference, and it was just, that was the moment where I was, this was probably, I don't know, three, maybe four years ago, and I had some friends in the nonprofit space, and I had never really looked into it, and then I met these folks, and just looking at the size budgets that they were bringing in, I said, I thought to myself, wow, there's fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollar projects that they're landing. They're literally right down the road from me. <laughs> Why am I focusing on the uh, sort of brochureware site? You know, back then. Mm -hmm. um, but there was just levels of understanding, and, and they had teams uh, that they actually helped uh, their clients write grants and things like that. Right. So there, there was also that whole level of expertise that they brought to the table. Um, you guys do anything like that, or have you explored that, or is it not something that really um, helps your business model? Like actually helping them with grant writing? Like yeah, they, they had actually some like in-house counsel to help with um, contract, or not uh, contract, but um, uh, the grant writing, right? Because mm -hmm. if they get the grant, chances are this agency would also get the business, right? So it sort of help, right, right, exactly. help, help both sides of the table. Um, you see anything like that uh, in your day-to-day? Um, truth be told, I, my partner Mia, she's the other owner. Um, she does. She works with most of the nonprofits. So I think what she does is she gets the information in a format that they can just plop right into a grant application. So that's as far as we go with that. I don't think she actually um, help like assists with the writing of the grant, but she gives them everything they need in the format that they need it. Got it. Very good. In the pre-interview with Lisa, I see two things, Team Cold Fusion and Team WordPress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's dive into that. So there's eight of us, right? Yeah. Um, and the, uh, the office is pretty much split into Team WordPress, led by me, and then Team Cold Fusion, led by my wife, Mia, who's also co-owner of Yipes. Um, Team Cold Fusion, they, we, they've been working with some clients for since, since we began. There are a lot of... Our biggest, um, like, uh, med tech, like, uh, medical IT clients, um, our biggest uh, project is Oncolink, which is the web's first oncology website. It's a gigantic um, website that has all this oncology information at, uh, out of the University of Pennsylvania. Um, and a lot of people are like, Cold Fusion? That still exists. Yeah. But, I mean, I, and I don't know a, a ton about Cold Fusion, but they tell me that it's awesome. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, so Team Cold Fusion, and then I am Team WordPress. So the, does the Cold Fusion team um, just want to wrap wrap my head around sort of the agency model? Because I always love talking to agencies. Do do you guys still pursue clients to build stuff out in Cold Fusion, or is it more of a I don't want to say legacy, but is it something that's just um, there to support uh, the OncoLink site? I would say that the um the other clients that kind of revolve around Oncolink, like other like clinical trials and other medical and oncology related um, departments that aren't necessarily direct, directly connected to Oncolink, they they still do cold fusion work for them. Ah, uh, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, is it is new and ongoing work. Okay, yeah, because it's always, I'm always interested. And we, there is a Cold Fusion conference in Las Vegas that we're sending our Cold Fusion programmer to, so it's a, it's still, it's a thing that's happening. I know, there's, there's Cold Fusion people out there right now, like, oh, you WordPress yeah. people, you know, you have right, all these right. WordCamps, and, you know, you tell people that they don't know about WordCamp. Um, just I, interesting yeah, to... 
I say that Cold Fusion should, they should evangelize a little. They should get some stickers, like make <laughs> yeah. some cool slogans, you know. Definitely. Cold do you Fusion ever integrate? Cool, something like that. Do you ever integrate the two of them, Cold Fusion speaking to WordPress and back and forth? Yeah, the Uncle, Uncle Link has a few blogs that's done in WordPress. Very cool. Very cool. And it runs on IIS, I think, on Cold Fusion server. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times we spend we spend a lot of time talking about onboarding clients, like how do we do discovery, how do we price the project, how do we scope it, how do we bring them on to you know talk to project managers and support folks. Um, I, I kind of want to talk about delivery with you. How do you deliver the product? Uh, I guess it may be a little bit about discovery and onboarding too, but uh, one of the pre-interview notes also says uh, you're building stuff without a lot of extra crap for the client. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, what what is this, and uh, how do you sort of uh, weave that into a project? The way that um, I love to build a website is to give folks like everything they need, custom tailored to what they need to do with the website, and not a lot of extra stuff. So I'm I'm not a big fan. Although you know, if you're into that, that's cool. Of uh, like big theme frameworks, I really like uh, using something like underscores. You know, something a uh, starter theme that's very lean, and then building upon that, and and just making it so the client has everything they need, and it will be super easy for them to manage their website moving forward. Like so much so that we we include training with every single one of our projects. But I've I've found that um, people just kind of they they go into the admin, they just start managing their site, and it's really fantastic. Yeah. Now, with, with very little training, like we we still do the training, but they just they. Um, they figure it out pretty quickly. Mm. Do you do any admin customization too, so that there's not a lot of stuff and bloat for them to kind of click through, or do you do you not optimize yeah. any of that? No, I, I we do that. We you know from the simple stuff to like putting their logo on the login screen. Um, I always reorder the order of the uh, items and and takes them away. You know yeah. that are un unnecessary or something as simple as if they're using default posts but not as a blog. They're using it for news or something. We'll put a filter in to change that to news. Yeah. Just yeah, so it's awesome. intuitive. So it, so they, you know, they can just look and see what they need to do right yeah. away. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot to be said about the delivery um, of a product. Those that fall the show know I used to, <clears throat> family used to own a car dealership, so it was always about the delivery, making sure it was absolutely spotless. The radios were set up for all of their favorite radio stations. The seats were adjusted. Everything was perfect on delivery because when they got into the new car, that's like the best experience that they're going to have through the entire process. Brand new car, ready to go, ready to drive off the lot. And really the same thing applies to delivering a WordPress site. People in the audience might be like, oh, all you're doing is putting a logo in there. But that yeah. so helps with them and like staff relate to where they are, what they're logging mm -hmm. into. It gives them some ownership of the site too, yeah. they, uh, and more you know connection to the site. Like even little things, like I, I'll filter the uh, the title, you know, like where you know you enter the title, I'll change it from post to news or whatever. Um, I'll right. filter the featured image upload to upload news news image or something like that, just so it's like, because what's a featured featured image? You know, what I mean that may not make sense to somebody who's not a WordPress nerd like right. all of us, <laughs> but. Um, you know, to somebody just using a site and they just want to manage their site, that may not make sense. So I really try to have everything and make as much sense as possible. Yeah, that, no, that's that's awesome. Uh, what plugin is that that you? Which plugin do you use to rearrange the menu? Or are you doing that? It's a custom function we wrote. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I also try to not use a lot of plugins. Yeah. That's another thing we try to do. 
Yeah. Spe- speaking of plugins, though, you do have your own, right? Or the company has their own. <laughs> uh, how did that come about, and how do you maintain plugins and agency life um, in this crazy world? Uh, it's the the plugin is Easy Mailchimp Forms. It came about because uh, a few years ago we needed to put a Mailchimp form in a page or a post, and all the Mailchimp plugins were all just widgets. All you could do is put in in widget widgetized area, and I'm like, well, I want to put it in a page or a post. So then we made this plugin, um, and over the years it has grown to like a lot of things. It it also has a widget. Um, it's been translated into multiple languages. Now it shows like all these crazy Mailchimp stats. Like it's kind of like even like Evan, our uh, developer. He's kind of taken over the project. He does a fantastic job on the forums. He like answers people's support questions right away. He'll go the extra mile to help people, and I really and that makes people really happy. And you know, we really want to. That's what we're all about. We want to help people and make their lives easier. You know, with the things with the products that we make. Um, so it's uh, it's fun. It's fun having a plugin. I love seeing people using it. Um, somebody just posted a five star review recently so that said they used it with the. Uh, uh, the WP multi-language plugin, and it worked really well together to make multiple forms in different languages. And that, that's great. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is awesome. I mean, 47,830 47, downloads as of this recording is pretty darn fantastic <laughs> in, in yeah. my book, anyway. Yeah, it's um, great. You and, and you were saying, how do we maintain it? Like, it was uh, at first, it was just you know, we we started using WordPress around 2006, and probably got really serious about it like 2010 forward and it was just me and uh, another developer and then we it's you know the WordPress business has been doing well so we added another developer and now he it's his job to uh, maintain the plugin and answer questions so the addition of Evan has just been great for the plugin I mean, yeah. he does a really awesome job do you guys ever look at sort of adding a product um, like a pro version to the to this form plug to the Mailchimp form plugin. Um, do you ever look at building out other plugins as, in terms of getting into the product business, or are you guys good with just the services stuff? I, I I've been thinking about that. You know, I've think I've thought it, about getting into the product business, but I'm not I'm not sure. I'm on the fence. There are other plugins that just you know seeing the support for a free plugin that does something pretty simple is pretty overwhelming. It, is, that the scariest, so, is that the scariest part of it to you right now? Support. I think so. I think like the thought of uh, supporting a pro plugin would be is kind of daunting. If you but were, maybe down the road. If you were to launch a pro plugin, let's say, theoretically, a pro mm-hmm. version of the MailChimp plugin, <laughs> easy MailChimp forms plugin, what would you price it at? What's your oh my gut tell I don't, you? I don't even know. I don't even like. I haven't even thought that through. You know. Even... Uh, yeah. Hundred bucks. I have to do way way more research to like <laughs> you know think about that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Generally, as an agency owner who might be buying premium plugins, do you think that plugin prices are too cheap? Just at the exact price point that they should be at. What What are your thoughts? My My thoughts are we're probably getting a really good deal without just having this pretty simple. A free plugin and all the work and all the support and hours of time that goes into it. I, I, I'd say that typical prices for plugins are probably really, really good. But you know, everything on the web is like it has to be free, it has to be dirt cheap. So 
I don't mind paying for the plugins that we do pay for, and I figure we're probably getting a pretty good deal. Yeah. I've never done this before and read a, a live um, review of a plugin on the show. <laughs> uh -oh. And I'm only going to read. I'm going to read this one-star review, right? Oh, no. <clears throat> and it goes like this. Plugin has no customization. This is in 2013. Plugin has no customization options as far as the layout or color of the forms. It only pulls forms from MailChimp and lets you move, move fields up and down. Well, <laughs> I'm reading that going, well, that's exactly why I would use this plugin, right? Right. Like, the, plugin, the plugin doesn't do my dishes. One right. star. <laughs> right. Like, what yeah. the heck is that, you know? I know. It's, it's, it's unfair. It's like the plugin doesn't do all these things that I've imagined that I would like it to do. It, it, and at the time, you know, now the plugin uh, can do many more things than it did at the time of that one-star review, but that's, that's unfair. Right. But we still try to be gracious in our replies and, you know, not get mad and defensive. Yeah. You know, and, and, I, and I think that um, a lot of it has to do with... Well, I could go on and on about the review system, <laughs> uh, but I won't. Um, so I, I think that there's this expectation level from uh, the wrong client, and if the wrong client or customer gets a hold of your product, sure, this kind of thing is inevitable. Um, you know, and <clears throat> we we can do all we can can do uh, as plugin authors or product uh, designers, developers that uh, to educate them to show them what it, what what the plugin or product does. I mean, we get this all the time with theme sales. Somebody will buy the theme, and then five minutes later, they're saying, "Well, how do I add four columns to the header? Where did you, where did you, you could do that? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I, I just bought a Porsche, and I want to go off-roading with it. Why didn't yeah. it come with four more why, why can't I do that? One star. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is awful, awful product. Um, I must say, though, 23 other five-star reviews uh, that are all tremendous. Um, so let's talk uh, now about. Agency life as a family business. Right? Sure, yeah. I run a family business with my father, and my mother does the books. Mm -hmm. So I see my parents every single day. I'm on a business level, on a personal level, right? Mm -hmm. It's tough to say, Matt's the co-founder of this company, and then my mom comes in and squeezes my cheeks. <laughs> you know? Literally, this is what happens every day. Oh, my gosh. You know? so, it's 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 tough, right? It's it's not easy for me to sort of manage these things uh, and right and have this profile of a technology company. Mm -hmm. what, what is it like for you to sort of bring home or divide the stresses of work in real life uh, with your partner and running the business and trying to have a life at the same time? It is it's it's well one thing. Uh, when me and I started the business, it was uh, the two of us and another woman who was a friend of ours. And then after five years, she left, and it was just the two of us. Um, one thing is we really like each other. We get along really well. Um, we spend, you know, all day together. Her, our desks are next to each other. Um, we have a child, too. She comes into the office after school. Um, she also spent the first three years of her life in the office running around. Um, so that part's easy. Like getting along and spending so much time together, that's not a problem. It's, it's fun. I like it. I enjoy it. I actually prefer it. You know, I, I, I think it would be strange to come home and ask how her day was and she'd have to explain it to me and I, and I didn't, you know. So I, I like it. The hard part is, is turning it off. Um, if you have a stressful day at work, 
um, to go from work mode to home, home mode can be really difficult, especially yeah. with the kid. Because the kid doesn't want to hear about it, you know? <laughs> Sometimes, like, in the car ride home from work to home, you want to talk about what happened. And the kid just doesn't want to hear it, and she won't let us talk to each other. And, and, and also, she doesn't, if it was a stressful day or something, she doesn't want two stressed-out moms. You know, so you kind of have to force yourself to just turn it off. Yeah. Um, and also, like, being, you know, there was uh, there was this mailbox and more kind of company near our house where you would go and, like, rent a mailbox and make photocopies. And every time you walked in there, walked in there, it was run by a couple, and, oh, my God, they were always fighting, always arguing. It was like you, you felt like you were intruding on a something, you know, a personal, like, fight or whatever. So... Me and I are super just, I don't, I mean, we not couply at work at all. Like, it's all just work. Not not to, like, you know, we're not, like, cold to each other or anything. Right. But we just, <laughs> you know, we go into work mode, and it's just work mode. Yeah. You know, and and that, that, that part's easy for me, like, kind of going into work mode, and here we are, we're working. It's, it's the going home part, where to turn it off is a little more difficult. Would you say that the biggest benefit of it, is the trust part like being able to trust the your business partner um, you know fully with decisions or is that still kind of tough to say like maybe we should go maybe we shouldn't go after nonprofits anymore maybe we should go right. after something else um, I think we're really lucky our personalities are complementary you know we're very different I'm the extrovert she's very introverted I call her the grown-up Oh, the company. she deals with our biggest, more corporate clients, and I'm like, WordPress, talking about WordPress, you know, like just, uh, you know, more outgoing and, and that kind of thing. I'm more of a risk taker. She's a little more conservative. Um, I don't know. I think our, our skill sets and our personalities really complement each other well in this business, and, it, and I think it's luck. A lot of it has to do with just being really fortunate because, you know, if you watch, like, Kitchen Nightmares or whatever, it's all those, you know, uh, reality shows where you go in and fix a business. A lot of the businesses that are the worst are family-run businesses. Yep. So everybody's fighting and screaming at each other, you know. So I, I just feel lucky. I feel like, um, I, and I wouldn't want to have it any other way. I, lo I you know, I love, uh, you know, the two of us owning a business together. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tracy, we lost your video. That's okay. If you could just click on the uh, video icon on Google Hangouts and then click it, click it back. Uh, hopefully, it brings the video back. If not, we will continue on, um, as most of the show is downloaded through iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud. Um, one of the things that came up in the pre-interview. Yep, now you're back. One of the things that came up in the pre-interview, which you were just sort of maybe alluding to, were sort of your problem-solving. Um, scenarios and saying that clients want to be heard, not talked down to. Tracy, mm -hmm. the, Tracy the explainer, Tracy as Lisa uh, put it. Um, keeping really good communication and use real, uh, real people wor words. How important is that uh, in your process? It's really important to a, a kind of a, those are the kind of founding principles of our business. Like wanting, because back in the 90s, there was a much bigger technology gap. Like people still didn't have email. Um, you know, it wasn't like the internet wasn't something that everybody had on their phone. You didn't even have a phone yet, you know. Um, so my, my friend uh, 
Beth, she gave me the Tracy the Explainer nickname, and I, I do like to like explain things for as much as people want to know. Some people are okay with it being magic. There's some things in my life that's magic is, is a good enough explanation for me. But for the folks who do want to understand actually what's going on, like I really try to explain things in real words and not a lot of jargon and a lot of analogies. And, and that's kind of why I've taken to the training program and why I I'm an instructor, WordPress instructor for Girl Development Philly, because I do love teaching people stuff. Yeah. In a, in a way that that their brains can can figure it out. Because I think there's just definitely different kind of learners. And you know, when I was a kid, I wasn't like a sit and listen to somebody lecture learner. So I really try to use techniques to illustrate to people and to get them to click and understand. Yeah. You know, concepts. Let's talk, as we uh, have a few minutes left in the interview, let's talk about the Girl Develop It in Philly. How did you get involved, and what is it all about, if, if there are people out there who want to get involved with it? Sure. Uh, Girl Develop It is um, everywhere. It's, uh, it, there, there are several chapters all over the country, I think in other countries as well. Um, it is specifically to bridge the gender divide in technology. Um, uh, the the gender gap in women working in in, the, in technology specifically. So we have classes that are affordable and really get down to the specifics of learning to code or learning web concepts or all all kinds of things from like introduction introductory HTML and CSS to learning just web concepts in general, like down to like object oriented JavaScript. Um, so there's a wide range of what is taught, and it's working. Like in Philadelphia, um, there are about, you know, around a dozen women that weren't working in a tech job before and now are because they've gone through the classes. So, you know, it's what we can do to really make a difference. And so and I teach the WordPress track. I was going to say, and it spans beyond WordPress. Um, there's probably tons of tracks that one can sort of pick up on. Right, if you want to learn Python, if you uh, want to learn just front-end stuff, and SaaS, and all kinds of things, down to, um, you know, building a killer resume or tips for uh, um, negotiating salary. There's just a ton of stuff. It's a very active chapter, the Philly chapter. That's great. What's the, uh, what's the topic you're going to speak about at WordCamp San Francisco? Actually, it is about... Uh, training. It's calling teaching people to WordPress, and awesome. it's going to be it's going to be a five minute lightning talk. Um, it's going to be tips and tricks um, based off of feedback that I've gotten over the years from teaching WordPress classes. That's so, great. kind of yeah, what to do and what not to do. <laughs> if there's one final takeaway that the listener can take away uh, from this uh, interview, what do you think it should be? I don't know. Um, you know, I was listening to, uh, I was cramming, like watching a lot of uh, podcasts, and I was a little worried because, like, I, you know, because a lot of people talk about a lot of business jargon, and um, like, oh my gosh, I don't know, like, a lot of these business terms, but still, I feel like a pretty successful business owner. Like, Yikes is doing well, and you know, we have a happy company here. So I, I just think, I'm, I don't know, like, if just if you want to do this as your job. Just do it, you know, and don't be afraid. Because to 
try it and maybe fail or do some struggle or there's always going to be struggle at the beginning. Um, but it is so much more rewarding than wishing that you did it, tried and, and never did. Yeah. So that's what I would like to say. Like even you know if I feel like maybe you could watch a lot of your podcasts, you're like, oh, I don't know all, I, I'm not qualified to, like, start a business because I don't know all these terms, but, like, you can, you can do it, you know? Yeah, no uh, no one ever did when they started, uh, which is exactly, right. I guess, <laughs> what you were saying. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think sometimes because it's on the web and sort of, it is sort of geeky stuff, it's like, well, did you measure your engagement rate with Google Analytics before you set that call <laughs> to action on your homepage? Like, what right, right. Do I just launched, right, and I asked somebody <laughs> to buy it. And they said yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and I'm doing, and I'm, and I'm making a great product for people, and they love it, and they're yeah. happy. And I'm taking care of my clients and making sure that they're happy. The that's of, really what it comes down to. At the end of the day, that's all we can ask for. Um, Tracy, amazing interview. Where can folks find you on the web to say thanks? Um, on Twitter, I'm Lil, Lil Jimmy, L-I-L-J-I-N-M-I. Um, you can also find me at yikesinc.com, Y-I-K-E-S-I-N-C.com. And uh, you can also find me on make.wordpress.org slash training. I co-lead the training program. So join us. Awesome. If you like to teach people WordPress, please join us. <laughs> what, did you, what did you contribute at 4.0? Uh, a, a couple of dash icons. Nice. <laughs> and the code that goes with them. Yeah, so I'm very obsessed with dash icons because you make a lot of custom post types and there's, you know, it got to the point where I'm like, oh, I really wish I had a fill-in-the-blank dash icon. So then I just, I'm friends with Mel Choice and so I just kind of saw the flow of like how it was, uh, how to make them. And then I just, at WordCamp New York, I kind of sat down with Ben Dunkel who makes them and forced him to sit next to me and tell me what I was doing wrong because my grid wasn't, perfect and then he totally helped me I set up a template and now I'm making dash icons <laughs> that's awesome yeah great stuff uh, everybody this is an amazing interview uh, video cut out for a little bit but it's all it was reset uh, back in a couple minutes so if you are just an audio listener uh, you can go to youtube.com slash the Matt report and you can watch uh, the video there matreport.com slash subscribe join the mailing list the number one way to find out when new shows like this are announced Thanks, everybody.